Uh, what's up, Rocco? Hey. So Rocco is uh, one of our students at the Loudoun campus. And uh, we just want to get started with asking you uh, this question real quick, man. So thanks for joining us today, dude. Yeah, you're welcome. No problem. Cool, man. I like your headphones, too. They're better than mine. I'm too. I'm on a like four years old. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to pass your salary. So I'm too broke to get the, the wireless ones. But uh, I got I got the ones that come with your iPhone. <laughs> Those are still good. Those are still good. <laughs> if they work, then that's all you need. Right. right? <laughs> Obviously, our society promotes um, certain ideas about self-image that aren't taught in the Bible. And uh, so we come up with all kinds of assumptions. Uh, what would you say are some examples of those uh, those certain ideas about self-images that just aren't accurate, like, biblically? Like? When you look at it from a Christian perspective, it's like you're putting people into boxes. You're not looking at them the same way that God looks at them. God looks at each and every person on the planet to ever exist and say, you are my creation. I created you in my image, in the image of God. You have been created, and I love you. That's what he says. And he does not want you to look at the rest of the people in the world and be like, oh my gosh, I do not measure up. Like, oh my gosh, that person has something that I don't have. And therefore, I'm not good enough. That's not how it is. The Lord has provided for you in different ways. Like, oh, I don't have this person's high-paying job, but what if your job is more rewarding? And what if your job is where God wants you to be? And that can really change your perspective on things, especially when you become a Christian. Yeah, man. And I think uh, to your point, I think often we wrestle with this because of our lack of understanding, primarily from, uh, from God's word. I think we have to have an appropriate view of ourselves based off of what God says you know, about us. It's a process. But when you focus on God and you look at his scriptures, read his scriptures and really take that in, he did not create you to be like everyone else. He created everyone individually but like him in his image to, you know, be what he wants you to be, not what you think the world wants you to be. Because the world can tell you all these things that are completely lying, like they're just straight up lying to you. And then that can really have bad effects on your mental health and on your physical health as well. Like you could, it could get bad, you know. And what's going on, Grace? Hey. Hey, good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, so um, I've grown up in public school my whole life, and I've definitely felt inferior to the people around me because, like, their standards are that you have to be successful or you have to be mm. pretty enough to like, yeah. fit in with them. Um, but something that I've struggled with, um, as an example, is I was on the track team in um, on my freshman year, and I was pretty good, and I kind of found my worth in that, in that, like, I could be successful in that and show other people that I'm fast and that I can run a good mile but then like once I got injured I um I don't know I just like struggled to get back into it and I kept trying to get back in but I kept getting injured and I realized like maybe that's not where my identity should be and it was in the wrong thing so then I kind of was forced to turn to God and um, look to his word to see what truths he had for me and like what my purpose would be in my life. I feel like you can lose yourself if you're constantly placing your, your identity and like mm -hmm. what other people's standards are because you're never going to meet that standard and you're always going to be striving to be better than them and mm -hmm. a better person. But um, I feel like in the end, like you'll realize that it's not satisfactory and like the only thing that will satisfy you is your worth in Christ. Some people judge themselves and will say, I'm inadequate in places the Bible does not require adequacy. So I think about 
I try to go back when I was a teenager and we were talking earlier and I was like, man, I was skinny. Like I'm still skinny, but I was like a, like a stick, like middle school, high school, like growing up elementary and like, but the Bible does not say anywhere where it requires for me to be buff. (laughs) You know, it doesn't say anything about me having blue eyes or, or being the best athlete or, you know, being at a certain level of intelligence. And I think sometimes we say I'm inadequate because we don't look to scripture to define, well, what does God say? What standards does he have for people? And, um, and we lean on what society says. So like, what would you say in terms of how can you have an accurate view biblically of your image before God? I think that the first thing that we all have to do is to just forget what the world says about um, our worth and our self-image. You know, some people in the world put their like put their confidence and their worth mm-hmm. in all types of different things. Yeah, straight by that. And I think that we have to focus on what God values about us and what God says are worth it. Um, you know, like what a lot the world judges you based on your physical traits and you know like you were talking about with some physical insecurities like mm-hmm. a lot of people think about that but like in first samuel god says that jehovah it says that jehovah searches the hearts of his mm-hmm. and uh yeah. the heart and not what we have on the outside that's, yeah that's the first step mm-hmm. i think that we also have to look um place Genesis when it talks about um, you know how we're made in God's image and in in John chapter 3 when it says that God sent his son to die for all people you know I think that um, just keeping track of that and realizing that uh, regardless of what anyone else has to say about us uh, that God sees us as worthy and uh, especially mm. as believers like in um, Romans 3 it says that even though we were sinners God God redeemed us by sending mm. his son to die for us. And Ephesians 2, it says that we're also justified um, by his mm. grace. By his grace. And I think that's really important to just just staying rooted in that is really important. Dude, that's there's man, there's so much theology behind that, what you said, man. This is really and and Leah to Leanne right now just said great references. Honestly, those are really good references. I think often um, it, we have to memorize scriptures that will remind us of who God says we are, you know, and think of passages, passages like Psalm 139. Think of the things that you mentioned, the, the, what we receive as believers in Christ. When we're justified by faith, like the Lord be, begins sanctification, that process of the Holy Spirit making us more like Christ, you know, every day. And, and I think we grieve the spirit when we don't try to rid of those thoughts, like of, I'm not capable. I'm not adequate. Like I'm, I'm ugly. Like I'm uh, not important. No one cares about me. No one loves me. Like um, I'm not as athletic. Like I, my hair is bad, like, or whatever it is. Like, I think often we forget to your point who we are in Christ and we allow those thoughts to linger so much that they just affect our thinking. And we are kind of like going against, the work of sanctification. God is trying to make us believe the verses that you shared. You know, God made everyone in his own image. It was yeah. a select few amount of people. Everyone is made in his image. And also mm-hmm. that he sent his son to die for everyone. You know, there is mm-hmm. an exception. When it comes to God's love, uh, there's no exception. There's no disqualifying factor. You know, it's really a love that applies to everyone. And yeah. 
it's important for them to know that. And also it's important to know that, um, like Roman says, that we were all sinners, uh, but that by the grace of God, we were redeemed. So there is a hope, no matter where you are in life, and no matter how your relationship with God is, there's a hope for you. And there's yeah. just like there's a hope for all of us. Mm. But if you're, if you're wrestling with uh, inferiority in terms of self-image and trying to uh, and you're just not not content and it's it's taking you to a place where you're struggling in life wrestling with thoughts maybe it's taking you to dark places mentally um, maybe you're wrestling with depression or you're feeling low about these things I just want to encourage you talk to a trusted adult you know maybe talk to your parents let them know like some of the things you're wrestling with and maybe talk to a, a local leader at your church a pastor uh, get 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 some support and, and even in some cases some people need like professional biblical counsel from a counselor so I, my heart goes out to, to individuals who are really struggling in this area and not feeling like I'm wonderfully made by God my life is of worth and value uh, so I just want to just want to charge you guys with that so praying for you guys be encouraged by God's word you are fearfully and wonderfully made you are beautiful in God's eyes the Lord loves you and has given your life specific purpose and meaning and, um, and God desires for you to enter a relationship with him and enjoy that purpose lived out and expressed for an eternity in his kingdom. So.